It is a Wednesday, and that means we have the chance to talk it over with Brian Walton of thecardinalnation.com. Brian does a great job covering the minor leagues. He's down in Jupiter, Florida, also Major League Baseball at thecardinalnation.com. We're going to get into what's happening down in the minors in just a moment. Reminder, this is presented by Blue Tail Medical Group. Great alternative to surgery. It is Blue Tail Medical Group. They help you stay in the game and find out more at bluetailmedicalgroup.com. Hey, Brian, how is uh, warm, sunny Florida right now? How you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. It's a pleasure to be on as always. And, you know, it's it's nice to see that the organization is starting to get some pitchers closer to more healthy. And, you know, one of the benefits of the folks in the minor league cities is that they get to see stars, um, you know, like Jack Flaherty and Miles Michaelis in their rehab. And the young players, you know, get to be around them as well. And, you know, that's a, that's a treat for some of them. Absolutely. What's happening down in Jupiter? What's been going on down there? Haven't heard a lot about it. You know, we know it's uh, the lower level, but what, what's been going on down there? Well, I came down because there are a number of new players that have joined the system through the, the 2021 draft. Most of them have been assigned to Class A Palm Beach. There's another eight or so pitchers that have signed that haven't become active yet. And the Cardinals said that they were going to, you know, evaluate each player individually, the pitchers, you know, through a lot of innings in their college or, or high school seasons this spring. So the position players are now all active. The, the last position player from the draft um, was, was activated yesterday. And that's the, uh, the young outfielder from um, Florida State, Elijah Cabell who's a power potential guy, he's joined Palm Beach. So you look at the Palm Beach low A roster and it's, it's kind of like two different seasons. The, the first part of the year, you know, you had the young hotshot guys, the Jordan Walkers, the Mason wins. Uh, they had some, had some strong pitchers that got moved up to Peoria very early on as well in, uh, in guys like uh, Trogolikic Iverson and, uh, and several others. So now those guys have moved on. Oh, oh, uh, Todd Lott, uh, the the outfielder Tommy Jew, Caperniak. So there's a whole bunch of players that moved out of Peoria, and now they've been replaced. I think there's like 13 guys now on the Peoria roster who who joined the season within the last month. So it's a whole new, you know, reorientation of trying to understand where all these players fit and and how they put them together as a team. So it's, it's a big challenge for uh, manager Jose Leon and the, and the Palm beach staff right now. Maybe you can explain to our listeners once a guy is activated, but getting to that point. So let's say you're the, the first or second pick by the Cardinals. Okay, Brian, and you're selected, you go into St. Louis, maybe you throw a bullpen and maybe you take some BP. If you're a position player, you're meeting with John Mosellock and Randy Flores, maybe ownership, you're signing uh, your contract. Maybe you get the chance to to meet with some of the players uh, at Bush Stadium, and then at what point? You know what happens at that point. So what what where do these guys go? What do they do? And how much baseball will they play this summer? Yeah, the top two guys, you know, and, and here we're really talking about McGravy and and Baez, the young outfielder. Right, they were the guys that got to come to St. Louis and you know have the big showcase. The majority of the guys just get signed and they go down to Jupiter and they get a thorough medical evaluation. Uh, the performance team looks at them and they try to understand where they are physically because the organization has always been careful with players who played a full, especially a full college season, to not rush them too much the first year. And as I said before, it's easier for the position players to kind of work their way into action because they don't have to play every day. They don't have to play full games. With pitchers, they're much more careful to, to um, you know, make sure that they're really ready to, to go into game action. For that reason, 
like I said, there's, you know, eight of the pitchers are so far that are, they're in Jupiter, they're working out, but they haven't been activated on a roster. And that's uh, including Love, the third rounder, Mills, the fourth rounder, uh, Willis, the seventh rounder. So they're kind of basically developing an individualized program for each player, you know, based on, on his readiness. And, and, you know, there's only about a month left in the minor league season, Dan. Normally the minor league season ends um, right at Labor Day and then they have their playoffs. This year there'll be no playoffs. And because the season started late, they're going to play into the third week of September. But then uh, once the season ends, it ends. There won't be any postseason this year. How about Memphis? Let's get into what they're doing. We, we focus so much on Matthew Libertor, rightfully so. But there's some others that are, are starting to pitch pretty well, aren't they? Yeah, Memphis, uh, and I'm sure folks may have noticed, you know, Memphis had a big, I think it was like a 17-game winning streak right. recently. Uh, and that was really, the, the Memphis offense is only, you know, Memphis offense, frankly, is below average in Triple A. But what really got them going was their pitching, and this is you know a traditional strength of the Cardinals. Uh, and we've talked about Matthew Libertor pretty much every week. Now he's starting to pitch six, seven innings and outing. You know, starting to go deeper and deeper into games, uh, more efficient with his pitch counts. Zach Thompson, the other left-hander, has really turned the corner the last month and is pitching better. And the guy that's on the forty-man roster that we kind of haven't really talked much about this year is Angel Rondon. He came up once, had a brief trial on the bullpen, didn't do well, got sent back down. And all the focus has been on Oviedo and Woodford as kind of the next guys. But if you look recently, Angel Rondon, who's a top 10 prospect, you know, borderline top 10 prospect in the system, has pitched pretty well out of the rotation for Memphis. And, you know, we don't know. I mean, you, you think with, with uh, Flaherty and Michaelis soon to return, maybe Kim to return, maybe even Hudson to return, they won't need as many reinforcements from Memphis and the traffic will be kind of the other way on the I-55 shuttle. But on Hell Run, those a guy who may be pitching himself back into getting another chance with St. Louis. It'd be interesting to see what happens once the uh, rosters are expanded. So it's not like for fans just to kind of get reacquainted with September, it's not like you have all the uh, 40-man guys that have a chance to come up. It's different uh, now in 2021. And Brian, maybe we can get into that and maybe let's uh, think about some candidates that are getting healthier in the minor leagues that might be able to help this club in September. Yeah, you're right, Dan. The rules have changed substantially. And this was a, this was a rub, you know, the whole, the whole movement to shorten games to, you know, have them be more interesting for fans. And, you know, in September when teams could bring up conceivably their entire 40 man roster, if they wanted to, what that meant is, you know, one inning, one third inning relievers, you know, three in, three relievers per inning kind of thing and long games and boring. And you've got guys potentially impacting playoff races who weren't with teams all year. So to make a long story short, they've cut back and said teams can only add two additional players in September. And so, you know, it won't be this big influx of young players coming up for the first time. But in addition to the pitchers that we talked about, um, you know, there's, of course, the relievers that are on the 40 man that would be easy to add if needed the Fernandez's and Elledge's and Whitley's that we've seen kind of back and forth. But also there's a guy who, you know, has kind of been forgotten about this year in Austin Dean, who's a, you know, good hitting outfielder, injured his hamate bone earlier in the year for Memphis and hadn't heard much from him. Uh, Austin Dean just was activated down here in Palm Beach, played last night for the, uh, Palm, for the club, Palm Beach Cardinals in a rehab stint. And if Austin Dean can get healthy, you know, he's another guy because they've tried Williams, they've tried Hurst. Uh, Newt Bar's up now, but his OPS is like 525. He's not really, you know, an impact player as the fourth outfielder off the bench. So Austin Dean's another guy we should look at that, that could help the Cardinals later this year. 
Brian, uh, we're not through COVID-19. That's obvious with what's happening in the country, and that means it does trickle into sports, and it is now trickling into AA with the Springfield Club. What's going on with the COVID-19 outbreak right now at Springfield? Look, the Cardinals have done, you know, a very good job in trying to get the players vaccinated to try to keep them protected. Uh, But, you know, everybody's out in the society and we don't know the details have not been shared regarding where it began and whether the six players that were placed on the IL Tuesday have tested positive or whether they have just been exposed via contact tracing and have been, you know, put in quarantine. But uh, Luke and Baker, the first baseman who hit, I think, 11 home runs last month has just been Uh, you know, hitting the ball like crazy is one of them. Justin Turner, who was up with Memphis for a while. Chase Pender came off the IL. Three pitchers as well, including uh, Kazada, who's the 6'7 right-hander we saw in spring training. So six players in Springfield have, you know, basically been quarantined. And so the Cardinals moved some play, a couple of pitchers down from Memphis and three other players up from Peoria to potent to shore up the Springfield roster, at least temporarily. And, And we don't know yet you know, how long these players will be out. I will say that, you know, during the season, there have been several guys on several teams who we see kind of disappear for two or three, four weeks where they don't play and they're not on the injured list. And, you know, you wonder sometimes whether it's COVID or not, but, you know, to protect privacy, a lot of the times that information isn't shared. So, you know, as much as we, you know, think it's in the background, you know, it's still going on and, and uh, baseball teams are no different. They have to try to, to manage around it, which is what the Cardinals are doing right now. And I'll wrap it up with this. Uh, You're down in Jupiter, Florida, so I'm sure a lot of reaction and coverage coming from uh, Palm Beach. But uh, what else are you working on right now at thecardinalnation.com? Yeah, the other thing I'm doing, I've spent a lot of time on when the Florida Complex League can play the day games in the backfield. And I'm going to be talking to um, Baez, the the Cardinals' second rounder this year, uh, Burns, the uh, Australian catcher, Trey Fletcher, several others as well. And just, you know, try to get a reading on a number of these players that have just come over from or have recently come over from the Dominican Academy and are the are the newest Cardinals. So, you know, we want to try to provide coverage of the entire system from top to bottom at the Cardinal Nation. It is great stuff. The Cardinalnation.com. We do this every Wednesday with Brian Walton, presented by Blue Tail Medical Group. Brian, thanks for carving out some time for us as always, and uh, we'll catch up next Wednesday. Take care, Dan.